0: The following is another KXP and Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball.
1: Sis trying to stand of that 1-3-1 one, one trap. Swings it over to Nickel on the left wing. Had no interest but to get rid of it. Playing catch with Sis. Now drives the left baseline off the inside pick.
2: Gets it over. Great ball fake underneath. And Fishel will get underneath two defenders and score.
0: Today it's the semifinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament from the Vero Event Center in Kearney. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club.
2: But the free throw is no good. Rebounded by Murphy. Coming up with it is Tinchner. Eight seconds left. Tinchner kicks left side. Juergens for the tie. It's good. Casey Juergens hits it.
0: As usual, the girls' bracket is wide open with defending champion Axtell and top seed Elm Creek leading the way. The boys' field is led by undefeated Amherst and three others trying to pull off the upset. It's the Four Carney Conference Tournament coming up next, but first, the New Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live at the Vera Events Center in Carney with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter. Right after this word from New Tech Seed.
2: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Vero Event Center for four semifinal games here in the Luplak Conference Tournament. Postponed a little bit by the weather, but the action has heated up over the last few days, and we're just about set and ready to go to find out who is going to be in our championship matches, which will be played right here on ESPN on Monday evening, and we'll have the Constellation Games for you Monday afternoon as well. First off, we'll have the girls' side. For the semifinals, top-seeded Elm Creek will be taking on Amherst here in just a few moments. Elm Creek had no problem with Overton in the quarterfinals, 52-34. to Amherst needed overtime to get past the Loomis Wolves last uh, Thursday, 48-45. to and then following this game, we'll have the other girls' semifinal where Wilcox-Hildreth, the number six seed, the only one of the uh, teams playing tonight that not one of the top four seeds, six-seeded Wilcox-Hildreth, needed overtime to get past third-seeded Pleasanton in the quarterfinals, 36-33. to They'll be taking on the Axtell Lady Wildcats, who rolled past Elwood, 61-33 to in the quarterfinals. And then we'll uh, have the boys' final actions for you. Top-seeded Amherst taking on fourth-seeded Loomis, followed by third-seeded SEM and the number-two seed, Axtell. So that's the uh, schedule for the rest of the day here on ESPN Radio. Glad you could join us here at the VRO Event Center. Always a great environment for these high school games, and we're excited that you could join us on the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your Yield leader. Contact your uh, New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our Area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. That's Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, introduce the uh, starting lineups here for Amherst and Elm Creek. Our first of four games here from the Bureau Event Center as we have semifinal action from the Fort Carney Conference Tournament coming up right here on ESPN. But first, these words from our sponsors. And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center, Elm Creek and Amherst. Getting set and ready to go in this one. It's the first of four games for you here on ESPN Radio. They'll be introducing all the players, the non-starters and the starters as well. And we'll also have our national anthem coming up here in just a few moments. As uh, Real quick, let's give you our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Amherst, it will be Madison Murphy, a five-eight junior; Emily Arnold, five-six, and a sophomore; Taryn Hedwiger, five-nine, freshman; Michaela Tinchner, five-three, and a junior; Heather Bentley, a five-five senior. For head coach Jamie Klingelhofer. for Elm Creek, it will be Hannah Robbins, five-three, senior; Claire Cornell, five-nine, and a sophomore; Allie Bauer, a five-six freshman; Kenzie Deo, five-nine, and a junior; and Asia Oreda, a five-five sophomore. For head coach Mike Ford, again coming in as the uh, number one seed here in the Girls' Fort County Conference Tournament is uh, the Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes and four-seeded Amherst. That's what's coming up next here from the Viejo Event Center. We'll be back with more of the New Tech seed pregame show right after this timeout. The bank with a true
1: Carney connection. Good things will happen.
4: This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes.
5: seed dealer.
2: Welcome back here at the Vero Events Center as the uh, non-starters being announced right now for Amherst. They are the visiting team. They'll be in their road red uniforms, the white numbers, letters, and trim. Says Amherst across the front, and Elm Creek will be in their home white uniforms so with the blue numbers, letters, a little bit of gold trim on there as well, and Elm Creek across the uh, front for them. For Amherst, they average about 39 points per ball game. About 10 more per game here for Elm Creek through the course of the year. And the leading scorer for Elm Creek is Cornell. Claire Cornell is averaging 15.6 points, but she gets plenty of help as Kenzie Deo, right at uh, 14.5 points per ball game. And then you have Allie Bauer who throws in about 10, a contest for Elm Creek for Amherst. Very balanced scoring, and again, uh, they score about 10 points per game less on average. They're being led by Madison Murphy throughout the course of the year. Murphy averages about 6.2 points. Right there with her, though, is Taryn Hadwiger. She averages about five and a half, and then Emily Arnold about four and a half points per ball game. So you got a freshman and a sophomore, uh, lead, one of the leading scorers, with the junior. For Amherst, They're a pretty young team. They will start one senior with Bentley. And again, a young team for Elm Creek as well. Their only senior starter is uh, Robbins. Uh, and so these two teams, probably some pretty good basketball. They're going to have some nice tussles throughout the course of the year uh, over the next couple of years. We usually like to mention what happened with these two teams uh, earlier in the year to give you an idea of what to expect today. Well, we can't do that. They're scheduled to play the last regular season game of the year against each other, so this will be the first matchup of the year for Amherst and Elm Creek, and it will be for a spot in the conference championship game. Again, you're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark and New Tech Seed. New Tech, your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed. And chemical. 14 and four Elm Creek. 11 and eight Amherst. With a spot in the conference championship game on the line. Here from the Biola Event Center. When we have the opening tip right after this timeout.
6: No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives.
2: And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center. Just about set and ready to go here. And by the way, it's uh, now a final as the uh, Carney Catholic Girls over Centura in the Luplath Conference Tournament 63 to 40. Doug Duda has the call on our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. So KC moves on. And it wasn't uh, quite that easy. They were only up by a dozen heading into the fourth quarter. Here we're all set and ready to go. Tip is in the air and it's going to be controlled By Elm Creek as they track it down in the backcourt. That's Areda, who comes up with the basketball and will give it off for Robbins. Man-to-man goes Amherst here as they give it off here right side for Cornell. Cornell finds a backdoor cutter. Shot down low is going to be no good. It goes out of bounds, and the officials are going to concur. All three of them get together, and I think two of the three thought that the basketball should stay with Elm Creek, and that's going to be the case. Dave Squires will inbound the ball here with Robbins. Hands it off. The official hands it off. He doesn't actually do the actual inbounding. Top of the circle is going to be Areta. Right side, Robbins. Robbins shut up there nicely. Good defense there by uh, Tinchner. And uh, nearly a carry here for Cornell. Cornell now going to back up with it. and She'll flip it out here for Robbins. Amherst, pretty good uh, defensive set here so far. But Elm Creek Not being impatient either, and now maybe they are because they pull up a quick three. It's partially blocked, offensive rebound in underneath for Elm Creek, and the ball is knocked out of the hands of Claire Cornell, but that's going to be a foul here on the Broncos. And that will be on Michaela Tinchner. So Tinchner with the first foul of the game, ball inbounded, quick jumper here for Elm Creek. It's going to be short and rebounded by the Broncos. Murphy came up with it, and she'll give the ball to Arnold. So they tried the inbounds play, but didn't have a real good look uh, down low for Arreda. So Tinchner will lob it down low for Murphy. Murphy's going to take it off glass. Going to be a little bit too strong. And then we're going to have a uh, ball knocked out of bounds, but they're going to call a foul in there. And going right back up after grabbing the ball is going to be Bentley. Bentley couldn't get the shot to fall, but she will pull down the rebound, and now she'll shoot two after the foul being called here on Kenzie Deo, So that'll be her first, team's first, and the first free throw is a little bit short here for Bentley. So we're still looking for our first points of the ball game as we played a little bit over a minute. Bentley's second free throw, up high, hits the front of the rim, no good, and tracked down by the Broncos. Nice work there by Casey Jergens coming up with the basketball. And she'll get it off here for Arnold. Arnold will set a screen over there for Tinchner. Tinchner's entry pass is going to be knocked away. And it's going to be a turnover, I think. But no, it's going to be a hell ball. They kept knocking it around there. And finally tying it up is going to be uh, Jergens, as she was able to tie it up here with Kenzie Dayo. So possession arrow is going to stay here with the Broncos will move the arrow and toss the ball in here for Arnold. Arnold picked up man-to-man by Deo. Gives it left wing here for Bentley. Top of the circle they give it for Tinchner. Tinchner at the uh, free-throw line for Jurgens. Kicks right back out here for Arnold. Arnold stops and nearly had the ball tied up, and it goes left side here for Bentley. Bentley with a long two, no good, and rebounded by Bentley. Bentley on the baseline, throws it to Murphy. Murphy outside the lane. Took an extra step, and that'll be an Amherst turnover. So opportunities, shots coming in frequently here for both of these two teams as they're playing very solid man-to-man to to get things started. See who can break the seal on the hoop here first. Off of a screen, Dale loses the basketball, but it's uh, tipped out for Robbins, so Robbins will drive, and Robbins on the way of the basket took an extra step as well. Again, they want to penetrate, they want to get through there, but they're packing in these man-to-mans and playing uh, to the uh, rack so much that there hasn't been a lot of room to run in there. They need to get a little bit more court spacing here for both these two offenses. Left wing with it, Arnold. Arnold tries to get it down low, but great help side defense. Coming out with it is Juergens. Juergens did a nice job coming up with it, and now a drive with that left side. Tinchner and Michaela Tinchner has the first points of the ball game. That was a tough scoop with that left hand. On the left side there. Pass is going to go through the hands of Dale, but she picks it up now. She'll drive. Her little floater hangs on the rim. No good. Another tip in underneath, and it's going to be out of bounds. Last touch by the Broncos. Good work on the inside, keeping that one alive by Claire Cornell. And so Robbins will toss in on the baseline here for the Buffaloes. And they'll just throw it behind the arc. And the three-pointer is going to be blocked. Or three-pointer is blocked by Arnold. Arnold gets the outlet pass after the miss. She'll kick it to the elbow. Here's the jumper by Tensioner. Tensioner's two won't fall. And the rebound being taken out by Elm Creek. On the run here is going to be Robbins. And Robbins throws left wing for Deo. Deo top of the circle. Still 2-0. Amherst with the lead. But cutting through the lane. There's going to be a foul on Juergens. Cutting through the lane was Cornell. And if Juergens doesn't commit the foul there, that's probably a layup. So for Juergens, that will be her first personal foul. And ball inbounded here immediately to Cornell. And Cornell hit on the arm as she puts up the shot. Came off of the screen outside the lane on the inbounds play. Got the pass. Got the shot. And now she'll shoot two. And that'll be on Hadwiger. That'll be her first. So taking her time at the line here is gonna be Cornell, and Cornell's free throw is no good. Cornell has one more. Team has hit the scoring points. It's two nothing here. We got four fifty to go in the first quarter. And the second free throw, still no good. Rebounded by Murphy. So Madison Murphy helps outlet it up on that right side. Arnold has her pocket pick. Nice work there by Robbins. Robbins is going to take it all the way up ahead. Nice pass to Cornell, and then Cornell will lay it up and in. Cornell running the floor nicely. Robbins, after the steal, made a nice little pass. And on the penetration right side, Deo will come up with the block and knock it out of bounds. So nice block there for uh, Deo off of the miss. And now there's going to be four Broncos beyond the top of the key, coming up with his Jergens. Jergens going to hit a long deuce. And Casey Jergens has her first point of the game. Nice job there by Jergens. So here's Robbins giving it off on the right side for Bauer. 4 14 to go in the quarter. 4 to 2. Amherst with the lead, Elm Creek with the ball. It's Oreda, finding a little cutter, working through traffic is Cornell, and Cornell going to be pushed on the side there. That's going to be on Casey Jergens. That's going to be her second foul. So she's picked up two, four as a team now against Amherst here in the early going. And on the baseline here is Robbins. Robbins throw it in the lane, shot hangs on the rim, won't fall here for Cornell, and rebound is going to be taken out by Elm Creek, by Amherst, rather. So Am- they'll kick it out for Madison Miller. Madison Miller has her pocket picked, and coming up with the ball is Cornell. She'll dribble behind the back, give it to Robbins, and Robbins will set up the half-court offense. Dayo's going to drive. She's going to fly, uh, flip it up there, and it hung on the rim, wouldn't fall, but she's hit on the arm. And so a good attack there for Kenzie Dayo, really before the defense got set. They were back but they weren't quite in the position where they wanted to be. And uh, Kenzie Deo went on the attack, and uh, she was fouled by Miller, her first foul of the game. And the free throw is no good. So Dayo with another free throw attempt here, and that one is short as well. Right now, Elm Creek is uh, 0 for 4 from the free throw line. Neither team has hit a free throw yet collectively 0-6. Miller right side, ball fake, got the defender out of the way, should pull up the long two, no good and rebound to Elm Creek. Buffs come out of there with it, it was Bauer who had the rebound and now the pass down low, going to go off the hands of Areta and out of bounds. That one was too high Areta couldn't get there and it'll be a turnover. So trying to run, trying to attack but maybe going a little bit too quickly here and so Amherst gets the basketball back. Emily Palmer checking in. She'll bring it across the timeline. Picked up by uh, Robbins, so she'll give it off here for Miller. Miller's pass on the inside. It's going to be another Amherst turnover. Pass up ahead here for Cornell. Cornell drives. Shot going to be no good. Offensive rebound and a putback. Won't go, but a foul. And slapping her hands together in disgust is Claire Cornell because she had a layup that was, she had to hustle, but uh, one that she makes up in the layup drills before a game all the time. But then Bauer got the rebound, and Bauer is fouled, and she'll head to the line after this timeout. It's timeout being taken by Amherst, and brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's 4-2, to two. Broncos with the lead. Buffalo's at the free throw line. We come back after this. At the Aurora Cooperative, we're continually driven by what's next in agriculture. So we're dedicated to being your first resource for world-class agronomy, grain storage and marketing, high-performance feeds, and energy. Driven by our vision to be financially strong, innovative, independent, locally owned. You're driven by the opportunities that exist. We're driven to help you make the most of them. Now, and for the next generation, the Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Allie Bauer to the line, shooting two here. After Madison Miller's second foul of the game. And something that had not occurred up to this point in the game, that is a made free throw. Bauer makes the first one for either team to make it now four to three. And uh, she ties it with the second. So we're deadlocked at four. And the Buffaloes will pick up the pressure right at half court. It's Robbins who will pressure the ball. Dribbling here is going to be Palmer. They give it to Arnold. Arnold, left wing. Oh, ball fake to the inside. Kicks back out here for Palmer. And a jumper right side. Going to be up and good for Tinchner. So Michaela Tinchner answers right back here for Amherst. As again, Elm Creek has never had the lead in the ball game. But it's been pretty close throughout for both these two teams. Arnold gives left side, top of the circle. Over for Dale. Nice drive down low for Bauer. Bauer lays it up, hung on the back of that iron forever, and then trickled in. So we're tied at six with 225 to go. Throw here for Tensioner. That was a bad pass and kind of painted her in a corner, and it's going to be a hell ball, and Coach Ford made the call before the officials did. That'll be an Amherst turnover because the possession arrow is pointing to the Buffaloes. So a chance for Elm Creek to get their first lead of the ball game. As Robbins brings it up, looking at it man-to-man. Throws it on the uh, left side over there for Dale. Drive on the baseline for Cornell. Cornell shot hung on the rim. It goes out of bounds. And it's going to stay here with Elm Creek. Juergens back into the game. So is Heather Bentley here for Amherst. And it's going to be Cornell to toss it in. Tornell gets the ball right back on the low block. She'll try a tough turnaround jumper, going to be no good. Rebound tipped out and into the corner. Last touch by the Broncos. Heather Bentley tried to save it out there, tried to get to it, and just kind of ran out of real estate with exactly two minutes to go here in the first quarter. Robbins on the sideline, works around the perimeter. Now top of the circle with it is Deo, Back left wing here for Robbins. Robbins working against some pressure there by Bentley. Kicks the ball back out for Deo. Deo in the lane, off the iron, no good. And the rebound to Amherst. Coming up with it is Hadwiger. And she'll hand off to Bentley, and across the timeline we go. Tinchner has it. They work it to the left side. Now uh, Arnold will fake the three-pointer, will drive. Her shot off the back of the iron's no good. Rebound taken out by Elm Creek, minute 27 to go. Stepping through traffic here is going to be Cornell, and Cornell, nice little jump stop, and then leaned in, took it off the glass, and the first time Elm Creek has the lead, it's 8-6. to six. That's their first lead. So back out here for Bentley. Top of the circle, Monica Murphy, a little penetration, we're going to have a foul. Check that, that was Tensioner inside, 1-5, not 2-5. And they got the ball inside for Jergens, and Juergens is going to be hit on the arm, so she'll be shooting two free throws, trailing it eight to six with a minute seven to go. And her free throw is no good. The foul was on Kenzie Dayo. That's going to be her second. So Juergens will have one more free throw here.
3: The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment and insurance services. And the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC.
7: This broadcast is made possible in part by MJ Signs. Call Mike today and find out how the professionals can brighten up your business and get the attention of your next customers. MJ Signs does a wide variety of signs, from pole signs to billboard signs and everything in between. Designs may be supplied by you, or we can help design your company logo. We'll be efficient and bring you a product you can depend on to show off your business. With just a quick phone call, we will send you in the right direction for your sign needs. MJ Signs is a proud supporter of All area athletes. Even more basketball at the ninth Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs
0: Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Duran Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th.
6: Single tickets, good for all eight games featuring seven area teams. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And a limited number of tickets also at TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney.
1: If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weges, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek.
2: And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Events Center. We apologize for our technical difficulties. Uh, I think we've got them squared away here, at least we hope so. And we'll uh, get you updated a little bit. No, you didn't miss any points. It's still 10-6. to 6. Elm Creek with the lead over Amherst. Uh, ball knocked around a couple of times. A nice look for Elm Creek down low, but shot wouldn't uh, rim out. And it was uh, rebounded by Jurgens, outletted. And Amherst just kind of ran out of some time as she, they had the ball knocked around as well so we do have one quarter in the books and elm creek has a 10 to 6 lead over amherst here in the early going as both teams have not shot the ball extremely well and a lot of that is because both teams have played some pretty good uh pressure man-to-man defense it will be amherst ball to start things off and arnold right in front of us will inbound the basketball We'll get it to Tinchner. Tensioner tries to get it right side for Madison Murphy. Murphy in a little trouble, but she's pivoting around, creating a little bit of space, and a five-second call. No, a timeout. Timeout being taken here by Am- Amherst. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 7.48 to go in this second quarter. Timeout for the Broncos while the Buffaloes actually were in a little bit of uh, dire straits there. It's time out, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll be back to the Bureau Event Center right after this.
3: New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750 6060. That's 750 6060. Or visit
2: NewTech at YieldLeader.com undisputed Midwest Field leader. Back here at the Bureau of Center. Amherst will inbound the basketball. A little penetration here for Juergens, and we've got a whistle. Probably a pretty good timeout there by Coach Klingelhofer for Amherst moments ago. If they uh, she doesn't call the timeout, that five-second count might have got him. It's going to be a uh, foul whistled here on Bauer. That will be Bauer's first for Elm Creek. And the ball in the lane knocked around, so Amherst will turn the ball over. No real room to run there for Madison Halliwell, who came up with a basketball, will outlet it for Cornell, and then Cornell pivoting around, dropper pivot foot. So that'll be a travel. And seven and a half to go here before halftime. It's ten to six. Basketball over here for Jergens. Jergens will get it out for Tinchner. And Tinchner and Juergens playing a little catch, and somewhere in the process we got a reach here, called on. I think it's going to go against Robbins. It's either going to be Robbins or uh, Sage Martin. It's going to be on Martin, and that'll be her first foul. And on the inbounds, a little turnover here for Amherst. Jump stop that also was a slide, so another turnover for the Broncos. Seven here for Amherst in the uh, first half compared to three unofficially for Elm Creek. And with 7-10 to go in the second quarter, still have us a four-point ball game. Elm Creek up by four, but now in a strong drive by Cornell. She splits the defense and leans those long arms at 5-9, up and over everybody, Takes it off the glass and scores. Now right side, Murphy. Murphy shut off there by Cornell. Can't shoot over the top of it, and Cornell will come up with a block off the shot in the corner over there. Nice work there by Cornell, showing some quickness to block the shot of Murphy out of bounds. So the Broncos will inbound it. They get it for Jergens. Juergens on the right side. This time we're going to call a foul, and I think it might be on Cornell again. Well, not, uh, that's her first foul, but she's involved in the action again. That'll be her first. And so Jergens will be shooting two here. She takes her time at the line, and the free throw is up and good. <laughs> Jergens, a 50% free throw shooter. Only three of six coming into action on Thursday night. Stats haven't been updated since then. So Jergens makes the first two, and then she misses this one. And she's involved in hand-to-hand combat trying to get the ball back, and they're going to say it was last touched by her as Allie Bauer was working with Juergens trying to get the rebound. So it'll be Cornell tossing in here for Robbins. They get it off on the right side for Bauer. Back around the perimeter here, left side for Sage Martin. Little ball fake back out here for Cornell. Cornell, nice give and go as they give it to Martin. Martin runs the lane, has the ball knocked out of her hands and out of bounds, so it'll stay here with the Buffaloes. Asia Arreda back into the game. And it's going to be Hannah Robbins. Slapping the ball, ready to toss it in. And she gives off here left side. Long three-pointer for Elm Creek off the mark. And coming up with a rebound for Amherst will be Emily Arnold. Her long pass down low. Loose picked up by Murphy. Murphy's going to take it off glass and good. So Madison Murphy picks up the loose ball. And it was kind of tipped to her over there by Tinchner. And Jurgens both. and ends up being an easy bucket. Now here's Bauer hitting a three-pointer in transition. Allison Bauer, they worked it down low, kicked it out to her on the right wing. She strokes in the three-pointer. And it's now a six-point lead. Here for Elm Creek, 15 to nine. Ball fake on the baseline. Here's Tensioner. She's going to pull up for a quick little jumper. No good. Rebound for Elm Creek, and they'll toss it up here for Cornell. Cornell will let traffic clear. Gives it for Robbins. Robbins top of the circle for Bauer. Back left side for Robbins. She's going to shoot a three. That's going to be short. Rebound picked out for Oreta. Driving here is Asia Oreta, and Oreta. Gets the bucket, and now a timeout. Asia Arreda, after the rebound, is able to lay it up and in, attacking the basket, and a timeout being taken here by the Buffaloes. They lead it, 17-9, with 5.20 to go here before halftime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back to the Vero Event Center right after this
1: save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox dealer now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently call and axman can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings they specialize in all makes and models sale and service axman heating and air your lennox dealer serving pleasanton and the surrounding area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck
2: and welcome back here to the Viero Event Center. Uh, unofficially looking at the shooting so far in the game. Amherst is uh, 4 of 15. Elm Creek is 7 of 19. Including a couple of offensive rebounds that have turned into the buckets. That's one reason why they're up 17 to 9. And we're going to have a reach called here on Hannah Robbins. For Robbins, that will be her first foul. Both teams now have committed 16 fouls. So neither team shooting one-on-ones just yet. And Tinchner will inbound here for Amherst. She'll get the ball in for Emily Palmer. Checked in. Palmer gives it back out to Tinchner. Tinchner tries to throw it down low. Defense is there. They're on the ground and on the baseline with her foot. Making contact with the ball is Taryn Hadwiger. So that will be an Amherst turnover. Not a good pass trying to get the ball into Hadwiger. And Hadwiger did her best to keep the possession alive, but wasn't able to do it. She hustled, got on the ground. That's what uh, coaches love to see. Top of the circle, Robbins throws it out here for Areta. They'll skip it out for Bauer. Back around the perimeter again. Ball fake by Areta. She'll dribble to the free throw line. Kicks it right wing here for Hallowell. Back around the perimeter, they swing it. Cornell has it. Ball fake, top of the circle. Robbins open for three, and she hits the three. They moved it around very effectively and just created a little bit of a seam and now Elm Creek with a 20 to 9 lead. And they force another Bronco turnover. So it's been a nice little run here for Elm Creek because they've pushed the lead out to 11 with 4.24 to go. Top of the circle. Bauer has it here in the second quarter, giving it off for Robbins. Robbins penetrates, kicks out. Now working here is Halliwell on the right side. She'll drive all the way to the basket, and she'll be fouled, and we will head to the line. Well, we were tied at six at one point, so since then it's been a 14-3 run. for the Buffaloes, and they try to add to it at the free throw line, but the free throw a little bit short here for Hallowell. By the way, Tinchner's foul, that was her second. Hallowell, one more free throw on the way, and that's back the iron, no good. Offensive rebound, shot going to be blocked, another offensive rebound, and the second time is the charm here for Claire Cornell. She missed one put back but made the other. Is they actually got three offensive rebounds on that possession, and now they're pressuring the ball. Bentley gives it for Palmer to Tinchner on that left side. Back out for Bentley. Bentley throws it in the lane for Juergens. Juergens pass on the baseline. Murphy jumper is a little bit too strong. Rebounded by Elm Creek, and then a foul trying to get the ball back here by Amherst. Rebound for Bauer. As Bauer got the rebound, and now I'm sure it's Bauer, the one that's going to be heading to the free throw line. Both teams now in the bonus. It's now eight fouls that have been uh, whistled against Amherst. And it'll be the third for Casey Jergens. So Juergens with three here. And a one and one for Bauer. Her free throw, no good. And rebound for Amherst. Snagging the bound there was Hadwiger. And we got a whistle. That'll be a little hand-check foul on. So a one-and-one one coming up here for Emily Arnold. First foul of the game here on Areta. And then Arnold's free throw. Hits the back of the iron. That's no good. Cornell gets the rebound out of there for Elm Creek. And she'll bring in the offensive end herself. Cornell over for Bauer. Left side, that's Robbins. Robbins facing man to man. We'll pivot a little bit, give it left side for Cornell. They clear the lane for her. She'll drive a little bit too strong. Offensive rebound by Bauer. Bauer gets it over to Cornell, and then Cornell is fouled. So Bauer with an offensive rebound. And the loose ball picked up by Cornell after her shot was partially blocked. And Cornell now will be shooting two as Murphy's called for her first foul. So the lid's been on the basket here for Amherst for a while. And neither team shooting real well from the free throw line. As a result, this one's still pretty close. 22-9. 22-9. A 13-point lead here for Elm Creek and they miss another free throw. They miss both of them there and they are now 2 of 11 from the free throw line. Amherst is 1 of 7. Arnold after getting the rebound dribbles up court puts up a shot. Padwiger gets the uh, rebound and then they lose the basketball so Amherst turns the ball over. Cornell nice pass up ahead here for Robbins. Robbins left handed shot not good. Give credit for Cornell with a nice pass through traffic to set up that bucket for Robbins. Broncos trying to answer back. They missed the shot. Cornell with a long rebound, dribbles and will carry the basketball. That turnover is forced by Emily Arnold, who played pretty good defense. So 24 to 9, 15 point lead right now for Elm Creek. So on the bounce here is going to be Arnold. Arnold throws it left side. They skip it out on the right wing here for Bentley. Bentley bounce pass on the baseline, nearly tied up. But Hadwiger comes up with it. Hadwiger then is able to do something with it as she lays it up and in. Dribbling left side, going to be Robbins. Robbins passed through the lane, tipped around right in the hands of Murphy. So Elm Creek turned it over. Good hands there. And now in traffic, here's Arnold. Arnold left side, layup, won't fall, hung on the rim, and it goes out of bounds. And last touch by the Buffaloes. So with a minute 50 to go, Sage Martin's going to check back in here for Elm Creek. And Claire Cornell... I haven't seen what happened to her, but she's not swinging those arms. She's not looking very comfortable at all. And we'll see what her condition is. It almost looks like maybe she's uh, having trouble catching her breath. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back from the game of life. Two locations in Kearney. Broncos working it around the perimeter. They try to get it down low for Hadwiger. Hadwiger had it knocked away, and Bauer comes up with it. So another Amherst turnover. And Robbins will slowly bring it across the timeline. Amherst now going man-to-man again. Splitting the defense here is Bauer. Bauer's shot won't fall. And she'll get her own rebound. They kick it out. They'll put the three-pointer out there. It's no good as it's uh, picked up by Sage Martin. And now left wing with it is going to be Hallowell. Hallowell for Robbins. Entry pass coming through up from the baseline here is Martin. And Martin going to be fouled. Martin went along the baseline, came through the lane, got a nice little pass, and was posted up when she was fouled. That's now 10 fouls on Amherst as a team. Emily Arnold, her first. And so this will be two free throws for Sage Martin. And the first one's good. So with that, Elm Creek is now two, excuse me, three of 12 from the free throw line. And I think we got a scratch here on Madison Murphy, so they are going to, with the blood rule, going to have to sub her out and uh, deal with uh, the, they're not working on her at the moment. Now they're beginning to, yeah, it's on her knee, so they're going to have to tend to that. So that's not serious. I think she may have just kind of a floor burn there with a little bit of blood showing, so they're going to clean her up. That again, and Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Sage Martin's second free throw is good, as she makes both of them, and it's now 26 to 11. And we're going to have a double dribble through traffic. Emily Arnold, with a little extra dribble there, a little extra hand on the ball, and a 15-point Elm Creek lead. They're on a 20-5 run at the moment. We were tied at six. Top of the circle. Here's Bauer. Bauer entry right side. Great hustle there by Arnold. Trying to come up with the ball and does. Bentley comes up with it, so Elm Creek turns it over. They don't have numbers, but running out here is going to be Palmer. Palmer back out for Bentley. Bentley, top of the circle, gives left side. Penetration by Tinchner. Tinchner. is going to kick it out to the elbow for Emily Palmer. Palmer's jumper off the mark, no good. Offense rebound, and then a strong little pivot move. Shot for Tadwiger, no good. And the loose ball finally coming out of there is going to be Sage Martin. So Martin ends the possession. There's 10 seconds left here for Elm Creek. Dribbling is Robbins. Robbins. From the elbow, loses the ball into the hands of Tinchner. Tinchner, one second left. Near half court has the ball knocked out of bounds. And with .3 to go, Amherst will maintain possession here. But not a lot of time to do anything with it. On the far sideline, Heather Bentley tosses it in. Point it it's got to be a catch and shoot. Catch and the shot, I don't think she got it off in time. It rimmed in and out, no good for Emily Palmer. Palmer did not get the shot off, so we head to the locker rooms. Elm Creek with a 26-11 to 11 lead here over Amherst. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this timeout.
1: For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belshner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belshner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Kelly sales and service in Elm Creek is proud a supporter of the area athletes in tonight's game. See Kelly's for everything automotive from minor tune-ups to major repairs. Or if you're tired of putting money into that old car, talk to them about great selection of used vehicles that they have on the lot. If they don't have the car that you're looking for, they can find it. Proud sponsor of all high school sports. Best of luck, Buffaloes.
6: No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield,
2: And welcome back here to the View Event Center. This is the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Top-seeded Elm Creek here at halftime, leading Amherst, the number uh, number five seed, by a score of 26 to 11 here at the break. Coming up, our second semifinal. It'll be six seed Wilcox Hilder taking on the number two seed Axtell. Axtell with a 61-33 win over Elwood to get here. and Kind of enough to join us, talk about that game, and maybe even uh, a little bit of the game that we're watching right now. is Kelly Cooksley, the head basketball coach at Axtell. Kelly, always good to catch up with you.
8: Yeah, it's always good to be back in here for the semifinals, I guess. It's a good day to be here. Yeah, so.
2: it's, it, you know, it's fine playing the quarterfinals yep. here, but the semifinals is uh, another level on top of that. And again, you had a, a fairly easy win kind of coming in and, and a chance to of knock off the rust a little bit because everybody missed it about three days there because of the snow. So where do you kind of see how you guys uh, responded? Well, in our,
8: our first half against Elwood, we, we were very rusty, I guess you could use that word. Uh, we did not play a very, very good first half uh, as far as I was concerned defensively and kind of mentally, I guess. We just looked really fatigued and stuff, but... Uh, I thought in the second half we got our legs under us and and really played a complete second half. You know, we're still looking for that complete game, but uh, I thought definitely in the second half we played a lot lot better, and I think it was because we just – got our legs under us a little better
2: and then uh you had the opportunity then you probably stuck around watching the wilcox hilderth game uh and and scouted them a little bit falcons with the overtime win over pleasanton 36 to 33 and by that score you Mm -hmm. can kind of see that the defense was really uh working for both teams really
8: yeah both teams were getting it after getting after it defensively and uh nothing was easy for any team that night uh you know, and I hope our girls saw that, that they're really going to have to work hard on the offensive end to, uh, you know, get good looks and, and things like that. But, you know, Will Hill is very good defensively. And, uh, you know, they held us to one of our lower season totals earlier in the year. So uh, we're going to have to be on our A game. And of course, our arrival from down the road. So, you know. It, it'll be a big game.
2: Yeah, and, and, and you guys don't necessarily, I wouldn't say you're running gun, uh, uh, per se, yeah. but a lot of times you try to early on uh, get that opportunity to score. Is it going to be yeah. important for you guys to be able to get a good look early on before that defense really gets set for Wilcox over?
8: You know, that's one thing we talked about is we have to make sure that we play our style of game. Uh, we, you know, we do kind of like to get up in the full court and uh, make people handle the ball for 94 feet. And uh you know that's one thing we have to do, and if we don't do it uh, you you see on the scores that you know we snuck by them the first time we they got into their style of game, and we really struggled uh, i guess in that type of game so
2: so how do you maintain that I mean really you obviously you want to set the tone, but how do you make sure that you're able to do that
8: you know I think it's you know changing defenses and uh, you know, keeping them on their toes just as much. And, you know, we have got to make, you know, one thing from the game that we played the last time, we missed a ton of layups. I mean, I'm talking uncontested layups off of turnovers and stuff. And we have got to make uh, those layups tonight in order to get that pressure set and maybe, you know, turn a 2-0 run into a 6-0, 8-0, 7-0, whatever run. And, you know, that's going to be kind of Important, I guess, as far as that goes.
2: Okay, I'm going to make you a color analyst for a moment. Uh, what do you see out here? Elm Creek up 26 to 11 over Amherst at halftime. What do you, What are you seeing out there? What adjustments would you make for both teams?
8: Uh, you know, if I I were uh, Amherst, I would really try to clean up the offensive glass a little bit. Uh, or defensive glass, excuse me. I don't know how many offensive rebounds Elm Creek has right now, but uh, they're they're doing a good job of crashing the glass. And uh, you know, as far as uh, Elm Creek goes, I would I'd continue to do what you're doing. I mean, you're on pace for 52 points, and you're up by 15 and a half. So, uh, Ain't I keep.
2: broke, don't fix it.
8: Yeah, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. But uh, yeah, definitely clean up the defensive glass for Amherst. I'm sure she's telling them that right now.
2: Well, we'll we'll see how this all pans out here. Kelly Cooksley,
8: Exel so, coach. Appreciate time. Well, Kelly. thanks for covering us, Ronnie. All, right. all right, good seeing
2: you again, yep. Kelly. Uh, once again, our halftime score, 26-11, to 11, a 15-point lead here for Elm Creek. We're going to take a quick break. We'll give you our halftime numbers right after this timeout. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. We are at halftime. And this is a reminder for you that this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Real quick, uh, giving you the individual numbers. We'll begin first of all for Amherst. They trail at 26 to 11 here at Intermission. And they're being led by Michaela Tinchner. She has four points at the break. Casey Jerkins has three. Madison Murphy with two. Taryn Hadwiger with two points as well. That's all the scoring here for the Broncos. They trailed after one quarter 10 to six, and they trail here at the break 26 to 11. For Elm Creek, who got their offense rolling, it started really with Claire Cornell. Cornell has 10 points and 9 rebounds unofficially here in the first half. Nearly a double-double in the first half. Allison Bauer with 7 points and 7 rebounds. She's on pace, obviously. They have a double-double as well. Hannah Robbins with 5 points and a rebound. Sage Martin with 2 points, 2 rebounds. And Asia Oreda has a couple of points to go with 3 rebounds. And, again, it is a a fairly comfortable lead here at the intermission. 26-11. to here at the break. One last uh, timeout, and uh, we'll hand the basketball to Elm Creek to start the third quarter right
4: after this.
2: Elm Creek inbounds the basketball. They're just kind of in getting in their half-court set here, passing around the perimeter. Now they'll give it out here left side for Cornell. Cornell is going to try a three. No good. Rebounded for Elm Creek, and she walked with it. Snagging the bound there was Kenzie Dayo. Deo working through traffic. That's one of those where, uh, where that's kind of forced by the defense. She was trying to create some space there, and they could have called her maybe for an offensive foul, but it's a walk instead. Nice little give-and-go here, right side, Arnold. Arnold comes off the screen, no good. Another rebound by Claire Cornell. As Cornell pulls it down, now has 10 rebounds and 10 points in the game. With it is Robbins. Robbins, entry pass, trying to connect with Cornell. Goes off Cornell's hands, but then it went off one of the Amherst players just reacting to it on the backside. So a bit of a break here for Elm Creek as they maintain possession and Cornell didn't realize that. She was running back to play a little defense, but now she'll inbound the ball. So they'll just pass around the perimeter. They get it uh, left side for Dale. Dale pulls up on that baseline. Jumper going to be no good, and rebound by Bentley. So Heather Bentley pulls down the rebound. Arnold will bring it across, give it back out to Bentley on that left side. They'll try to lob it on the baseline for Jurgens, and it's too high as it goes out of bounds. So, Juergens can't come up with the uh, pass as it's uh, errant and a little bit too high. So, basketball stays here with Elm Creek. Left side is going to be knocked away by Murphy, and it rolls out to near midcourt where it goes out of bounds. Official points to where the inbounds will be, and Kenzie Dale will go over there and uh, do the honors, and she'll throw it out here for Robbins. Robbins. Left side, a little ball fake there by Dale. Coming up is Cornell. Cornell drives with that left hand, takes it off the glass. That's a pretty shot as Cornell hits the shot. She now has 12 points and 10 rebounds. On the baseline, Tinschner is shut off. Passes deflected into the hands of Robbins. Another Amherst turnover. Robbins is going to dribble. Jump stop left side, banks it off the glass, and will score. Good decision there to try the jump stop and the bank shot instead of trying the uh, layup. That would have been blocked. So good work in traffic. So now Juergens will give it left side. They get it to Bentley. And Bentley is going to be called for a little walk over there. Another turnover. And again, turnovers adding up here for Ann Am- Amherst, they are down by 19, 30 to 11. And again, we were tied at six at one point. So that was midway through the first quarter. They've scored only five points since. Deo in the lane. Quick little runner, going to be short, and rebounded by Jergens. So quickly, facing pressure is Arnold. She gets it across the timeline, uses a screen by Bentley to get it over to Jergens. Jergens pass, going to be intercepted. On the run here is going to be Cornell. Cornell, left-handed layup, no good. Rebound here for Robbins, and Robbins will dribble out with it. She'll set up the half-court offense. She'll get a screen by Cornell. She'll drive, try to shoot against uh, Jergens, and they're going to call a double dribble. She lost control of the basketball there as Jergens had very good positioning. Bramhurst, Emily Palmer going to check in. Also into the game, Madison Miller. And the pass is going to be thrown in the backcourt. Was it last touched by Elm Creek? No, it was not. So that'll be an Amherst turnover. So Amherst with another turnover here. And again, Elm Creek with that pressure. That's the reason for the turnovers. By the way, Ravenna and Orr tied at 10 heading into the second quarter. The semifinals of the girls. Lou Platt on her sister station. Classic hits 98-9. Areda will try at three. It's short. Rebounded by Pleasanton and foul on the Buffaloes. I think the rebound was pulled down by uh, Michaela Michelson. And Miller will toss in. That's Madison Miller giving it to Emily Palmer. Palmer steps to a double team, loses the ball, but it rolls out ahead here to Hadwiger. Hadwiger in trouble. She'll give it for Miller. Elm Creek's defense knocking down a lot of passes, and it's going to be stolen away here by Robbins. Robbins is going to drive off glass. Good. Hannah Robbins had to knock that ball loose twice away from Madison Miller. And the second time, she picked it up along the baseline and comes up with the bucket. And another Amherst turnover. Forced by nice defense there by Dayo and Robbins, and they're going to inbound the ball. 424 to go here in the third quarter. Elm Creek now beginning to exert their will. They lead at 32 to 11. Again, this is the first matchup between these two teams this season. Amherst 11-4 coming in. Amherst is 11-8. Top of the circle, Bauer. And Bauer, extra step getting started. Well, for Elm Creek, it hasn't been completely clean either in terms of turnovers. But uh, that uh, stat, very much in favor of the uh, Buffaloes here. As Amherst has had a lot of problems with this pressure. Jurgens pass is going to be intercepted by Robbins. Robbins shut off so she'll slow things down and we're going to have a timeout taken by Coach Ford here 19 turnovers now for Amherst in the ball game and a timeout being taken by the Buffaloes brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank Elm Creek leads at 32 to 11 midway through the third we're back after this timeout
0: With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust when it comes to new construction. Building a home is one of the most exciting and overwhelming times in your life with so many decisions. Make the decision of your heating, electrical, and plumbing contractor an easy one. One contractor for all three trades eliminates delays in construction. Plus, our qualified technicians deliver the best from start to finish.
5: Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. With locations in Kearney and Holdridge and on the web at andersonbros.com.
3: The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment and insurance services. And the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC.
2: And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center, the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. And again, we've talked about uh, turnovers being an issue here for Amherst. Amherst with the basketball now as they bring it in the offensive end, face some pretty good pressure, but the pass here by Arnold. They give it off on a cutter, and then Elm Amherst driving, turns the ball over again, cleaning that up. They've got to clean that up. That would be their Seeds to Success. Brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weges, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with a service delivering success. So Robbins will give it left side for Sage Martin, who checked in a little bit ago. Inside for Oreda, who kicks out here for Robbins. Robbins drives, and, well, that's good defense. That might have been uh, partially blocked by Hadwiger but not a hell ball, and then when she landed, that'll be an Elm Creek turnover. But that one was forced by nice defense for Amherst. It's a 21-point lead here for the Buffaloes, and if you're the Buffaloes, you don't change a single thing. You're doing everything. You can clean up things a little bit. You always can play a little bit better, but they are playing very well right now. Entry pass knocked loose on the inside. Another Amherst turnover. On the run here is Kenzie Dayo. Dayo's going to drive. Flip it, no good. Murphy pulls down the rebound. So on the way back, here comes the Broncos as they get the ball out for Arnold. Arnold, double team, passes deflected, but Juergens picks it up. Off a screen by Murphy, Juergens will pull up the two. That's going to be no good, and it's knocked out of bounds by the Broncos. Coach Ford, even though his team is up 32-11 with 2.08 to go here in the third quarter, he's still working it. Still doing a little teaching on that far sideline. As Elm Creek right now looks like they're in pretty good shape to make it into the uh, conference finals. Again, we'll have all those games for you Friday here, for, excuse me, Monday here from the Vieira Event Center. Halftime Ord right now leading Ravenna 24-15. to 15 in the girls, Lou Platt, a uh, three-pointer in transition here for Kenzie Deo. Deo's three is off the mark. And off the hands of the Buffaloes as well. they're going to call block. That'll be on Allison Bauer. So Bauer collects the foul. That'll be her second. Second as a team here, of the second half for Elm Creek. Driven through some pressure here is Palmer. Palmer's going to have the ball held. And that's only half of a turnover because the arrow is pointing to the Broncos. They'll keep the possession here. And Michaela Michelson tosses in for Palmer. Back to Michelson, but it's going to be intercepted. And then Elm Creek, they lose the ball momentarily. Picking it up is Cornell. Cornell's going to drive, and she'll go in with the offhand, lays it off the glass and in. She dribbles with the right hand, going on that left side, and here we got a pass deflected. Tracking it down in the corner here is going to be Palmer. Palmer throws it up ahead here for Madison Miller. Madison Miller... Pulls up for the jumper, and we'll be shooting three on that right side as she was hit, and we'll go, now go to the line. That'll be on Deo. That's Kenzie Deo's third foul. And three free throws coming up here for Madison Miller. And the first one is up and short. Neither team shooting real well from the free throw line. Elm Creek is 4 of 13. Amherst is now 1 of 8. Second free throw is good. For Elm Creek, checking in for work is Madison Hollowell. She'll come in, and uh, Dale with those three fouls will step out. Earlier today, Kearney Catholic over Centura in the loop lap, 40, 63 to 40. Second free throw is good, so she makes two out of three, does Miller. And it's now 34 to 13. All the games in the loop plat on our sister station. Classic hits 98 9. Bauer right side. We'll toss it between the circles here for Robbins. Robbins facing some man to man. Will dribble and gives left side for Oreda. Oreda stops at the elbow. We'll give the ball off here for Hallowell. Top of the circle, Robbins. Robbins right wing. Three-pointer going to be no good for Bauer. Bauer trying to get it back. And uh, we're going to have a hell ball on the rebound. And the possession arrow is pointing to Elm Creek, so they'll have the basketball here. NZDO going to check back in for Elm Creek. And on the far sideline, Hallowell will throw it near midcourt for Robbins. Robbins picked up their man-to-man by Palmer. And we'll give it off here left side for Dio. Dio, tough little fadeaway there. Short's going to be shot. The shot's going to be short and rebounded by the Broncos. Setting the screen after getting the rebound is Bentley. Bentley now is going to lob it left side here for Miller. Miller's going to fire another three-pointer. That one's going to be well off the mark. And rebound taken out. By Dio. And then Dio working her way through traffic. She's going to be called for the travel. So Amherst facing some pressure. They lose the basketball, but that's because of a reach here on Elm Creek. And for Hannah Robbins, that's going to be her third foul. You know, Rata, back into the game here for Robbins for Elm Creek. Bentley being pressured. Throws it down the sideline here for Palmer. Palmer's three-pointer blocked. And in the air by Cornell. They're still fighting for the uh, rebound. It goes out of bounds. Last touch by the Buffaloes. So Cornell with the block, and the loose ball rolls out of bounds. Broncos will inbound it with 3.9 to go here in the third quarter. Not much time to get something done here. Miller to throw it in. She gets it for Palmer. Palmer holds on to it, and in. She doesn't know how much time is left. She'll kick it out, and Miller does not have enough time to get the shot off. So three quarters are in the books, and Elm Creek is on her way to the uh, – Conference Championship game. They'll head to the fourth with a 21-point lead. 34-13. to 13. We'll be back to the Avail Event Center right after this.
1: If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weges, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success.
3: 308 236 9951.
6: Thanks, girl. 24 hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308 236 9951.
2: Lock it in. Carney towing and repair. Amherst with the basketball to start the fourth quarter. They quickly try to get it down low. A little runner in traffic for Hadwiger. Hadwiger then gets the offensive rebound, fouled, and rolls it in. So nice job there by Hadwiger with uh, a big offensive rebound. And now she'll try to finish off the three-point play. And the free throw rolls around and good. So Hadwiger, nice start here. Two offensive rebounds, three points on that possession. The foul on Oreda is her second. So Elm Creek. Clears the lane. Nice pass. A little runner right side for Dio. Shot won't go. Rebound rolls out into the hands of Arnold. Arnold comes up with it. And now on the baseline, there's Hadwiger. Hadwiger, she loses the ball. That was caused by Elm Creek. They slapped it away from her and off the leg of the Broncos as uh, 34 to. 16. Our lead Amherst scoring only two points in that second quarter, and again, this uh, defense for the Buffaloes has looked very, very good, forcing a ton of turnovers and out rebounding Amherst 30 to 14. That rebounding effort is a special in game moment brought to you by the special people at a Sarah Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney. Grand Island in York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call a Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Elm Creek passing around the perimeter, and they decide to attack here, and Asia Oreda loses the ball as it will go out of bounds. And so Amherst gets it back here with seven minutes to go. So seven minutes left in this one. And don't forget that beginning on 2 o'clock, we'll have the uh, consolation games on Monday here from the Vero Event Center. 2, 4, 6, and 8 will be our game times on Monday. Quick little runner right side for Tinchner. Tinchner shot no good. And another rebound taken out here by Cornell. As Cornell has 14 points, 11 rebounds. And so now Elm Creek turns the ball over. Running up here is going to be Hadwiger. Hadwiger dribbles into the corner. Kicks out here for Arnold. Arnold's going to fire a three. No good. And rebound taken out in the corner and then tripping and falling down is going to be a after getting the rebound. But Elm Creek got the timeout before that occurred. So this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. 6.20 to go, fourth quarter. It's Elm Creek 34 and Amherst 16. We're back to the Rural Event Center right after this
1: save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox dealer now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently call and axman can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings they specialize in all makes and models sale and service axman heating and air your lennox dealer serving pleasanton and the surrounding area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck
2: Welcome back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth here at the Viejo Event Center. Elm Creek with a comfortable 34-16 lead. They bring the ball up in the offensive end here. Dribbling around with it is going to be Cornell. Cornell entry pass off the mark. That'll be a turnover here on the Buffaloes. So now Juergens, she'll put up a desperation three here for Amherst. That's kind of the status we're at. Loose ball picked up. Off the leg here of Hallowell. Hallowell, great hustle to track it down, and then she's going to be fouled. So Hallowell was last to touch that uh, three-point rebound, and so she's eventually going to pull down the rebound off of the miss, and then she's going to be fouled. And we'll inbound the ball here. The uh, foul for Amherst is on Tinchner. That is going to be her third. So Elm Creek can afford to be patient. They're still looking to score here. we got five and a half minutes to go. Ball fake on the left side here, Areda. Areda on her way to the basket. She's knocked down. and That'll be a foul. On the Broncos, that's only going to be their third as a team, so we got a ways to go before we shoot free throws. But Tensioner has picked up her fourth. So she's in some foul trouble here. And Robbins is going to inbound. Backdoor cut on the inbounds. Cornell, Cornell has it. Puts up a shot, no good. And Tinchner pulls down the rebound. So Amherst will bring it in the offensive end. Tinchner's pass deflected. Murphy picks it up. She'll give it left side for Arnold. Arnold 15 feet away. Good look at the basket, but it won't fall. And it's rebounded by Robbins. Robbins up ahead here for Dio. Dio throws right side to Areta. Areta drives the baseline. Ball fake gets the defender in the air. Her two is short. Offensive rebound is up and in. And Dio, nice job snagging the rebound there as she's able to make the putback. 36 to 16. And now we're going to have a hand check foul called here on Elm Creek. And Amherst is going to make wholesale substitutions. They're going to have an entire line change. Five new Broncos. Checking into the ball game. Emily Palmer, Madison Miller. Monica Murphy checking into the game. Also in the game, Abby Martinson. And Heather Bentley is going to inbound the ball here. She checks in, and that's the five that have come in here for Amherst. Elm Creek making some substitutions here as well, leading it with 4.44 to go in the fourth quarter. Thirty-six to 16. On the baseline, Martinson gives it top of the circle. Now left wing with it is Bentley. Skip pass out over here for Palmer. Palmer gives it right wing here for Murphy. And Murphy has it knocked out of bounds on the baseline. Now she'll inbound it because it was last touched by the Buffaloes. Coming up next, Axtell and wilcox Hilderth. our second semifinal of four on the day. Three-pointer for Amherst on the left side. Going to be well short. Rebounded by Dio, and she'll kick it up ahead here for Robbins. Robbins, shot deflected around, still rolling around. They're still bouncing around over on that right side. It's picked up by Elm Creek, and so Allie Bauer, about the fifth to touch the ball, comes up with the rebound. And we've got a timeout being taken here by the Buffaloes. 4.09 to go, fourth quarter. They lead at 36-16. to 16. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska-Line National Bank. We'll be back in 30 seconds.
7: This broadcast is made possible in part by MJ Signs. Call Mike today and find out how the professionals can brighten up your business and get the attention of your next customers. MJ Signs does a wide variety of signs, from pole signs to billboard signs and everything in between. Designs may be supplied by you, or we can help design your company logo. We'll be efficient and bring you a product you can depend on to show off your business. With just a quick phone call, we will send you in the right direction for your sign needs. MJ Signs is a proud supporter of all area athletes.
2: And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. We want to remind you that all of our games on Platte River Radio, whether they're on Classic Hits 98.9 FM or right here on ESPN 1460 as well as our other stations, all do stream live courtesy of the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are Difference Makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. You can find all those stations at Platriverpreps.com. On the inbounds, Allie Bauer is going to drive she missed the uh, contested layup, rebounded by Bentley, and here come the Broncos. They give it left side here for Palmer. And they make a lot of substitutions during the stoppage there. Miller it loses the basketball into the hands of Dio, another Amherst turnover. And uh, now the outlet pass by Elm Creek is off the mark, so they will turn the ball right back over to the Broncos. So at the end of press row here, Madison Miller will inbound it. And she gets the ball for Palmer. Palmer off the screen, dribbles right side. She's open, dumps it down low. Shot's going to be up and good. Nice extra pass to set up Madison Miller. And Miller gets the uh, easy bucket after that nice little snap pass down low. So dribbling here is Halliwell. Hallowell loses the ball. It's going to roll near midcourt. She's able to pick it up. Good work there by Bentley to force the loose ball. To get it right side for Madison Bourbon. And Madison Bourbon drains the three-pointer. Wow, what a nice shot there in transition. And now she's fighting for the rebound down low as Bourbon. She can't come up with it. And I think we're going to have a foul called. Maybe even on Bourbon. Nope, it's going to be on Amherst. Bourbon was the one fouled. And she did have the ball momentarily. We'll give her credit for a rebound there. As Amherst very quickly has to try to shoot things up and I think now they might be conceding the point and trying to get into a more traditional offense here and not worrying about uh, coming back to win this one. 39-18, 21-point lead for Elm Creek. And with the ball is Bauer. Bauer gives it out for Hallowell. Hallowell gives now right side for Robbins. Robbins looking and giving it right side here for Bauer. Bauer stops at the uh, free throw line, gives it back out for Bourbon. Madison Bourbon. Same spot where she hit the three-pointer a little bit ago. She's asking for the ball again on that side. But they'll work it around with the left side. And Hallowell is going to have the ball tied up here by Bentley. And uh, we'll move the possession arrow, but it will stay here with Elm Creek. So Elm Creek to toss it in. Dio to do the honors, throwing it in the backcourt here for Hannah Robbins. 39-18, 2.22 39-18, 2.22 to go here in the basketball game. Dribbling is Robbins. Robbins hands off for Dio. Dio gets in the lane. Nice little pivot there. Taking it off the glass is Bauer. That was a nice play in the paint there by Bauer. As she dribbled with the right hand and then finished the play with her left. A nice extra pass down low. Going to set up the easy bucket here for Monica Murphy. Murphy got a... Uh, great pass down low as Bentley threw it into her. That's a good look there by Bentley. Loose ball. Robbins picks it up. Gets it across the timeline. Giving it to Bourbon. Madison Bourbon gives it right side. Is falling down with the ball is going to be Bauer. and Bauer fell because she was pushed. Amherst going to make a couple of uh, substitutions. Checking in here is uh, Natalie Kratzer. And also, Makayla Michelson into the game. Inbounded for Dio. Dio's going to drive. Left-handed layup. Going to be no good. Offensive rebound is good. As Dio worked hard to get that put back as she hits the shot. So, Kratzer gets the ball inbounded to her. She's going to kick it up ahead here for Monica Murphy. Murphy back out here for uh, Bailey Lambertus. And Lambertus turns the ball over, and then Dio, after making the steal, going to be a trip from behind. They're going to call the foul. That's just going to be the sixth as a team here, so there'll no, be no free throws. So we got a uh, minute 16 to go, and Emmy Brown going to check in here for the Buffaloes. For the final minute, 16. And inbounded here for Robbins. Robbins gives it left side. Now on the dribble is Dio. Dio out here for Bauer. Bauer gives it off the right side here for Robbins. Robbins drives the lane through a double team. Kick out here for Bauer. Bauer is going to give it off here, and a three-pointer for Dio, and Dio drains the three. Kenzie Dio drains the three-pointer, and a timeout for Elm Creek with 50.3 to go. They lead it 46-20. to This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll be back to the Bureau Event Center right after this.
5: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. This
1: broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek.
2: And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center. A little kick out on that left side for Amherst. They give it to Monica Murphy. Murphy with the baseline jumper, it's up and in. It's now 46-22. to The final stages of the ball game. They're going to kick it out here for Emmy Brown. Emmy Brown working against some pressure here by Michelson. And uh, Michelson helps knock the ball loose. And so that will be an Elm Creek turnover. Good work there by Michelson. Outlap pass here for Abby Martinson. Martinson leading the fast break is going to be fouled as she tries the layup, And now we will have two free throws. The uh, foul on the Buffaloes, Taylor Getter, is going to be her first of the ballgame. She checked in during the timeout, called by Coach Ford. And the free throw, no good here for Amherst's Abby Martinson. Amherst now 4 of 12 from the free throw line. Elm Creek 4 of 13. Second free throw, also no good. And the ball on the ground going down for it is going to be Taylor Mose. And Mose is able to secure the rebound, giving up to Sidney Hubbard and then knocking the ball loose into her feet here. It is a loose ball that uh, goes out of bounds and belongs to Elm Creek. With point two to go, Emmy Brown's going to inbound it, and that's going to do it. Your final score, Elm Creek with a 46-22 win. Over the Amherst Broncos. Broncos now will play in the consolation game Monday at 2 o'clock here at the Vero Event Center. The championship game Monday for the girls will be at 6 here at the Vero Event Center. Elm Creek will take on the winner of our next game, Wilcox-Hildreth and Axdell. That game will be coming up in about uh, 20, 25 minutes or so here on ESPN Radio. Once again, our final—it's Elm Creek 46, Amherst 22. We'll take a look at our numbers when we return for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery post-game show coming up right after this.
3: It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do
1: for all your custom slaughtering and meat processing call belchner custom meats in amherst belchner custom meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork from steaks roast and hamburger why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in amherst belchner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game
2: And welcome back. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Elm Creek 46, Amherst 22. So it will be Elm Creek that moves on into the conference championship game coming up Monday, here on ESPN Radio. Let's uh, check some of the numbers. The first one that stands out in my mind is rebounding. Elm Creek out-rebounded Amherst, 39-22. to And, again, the Buffaloes having uh, some problems with uh, turnovers as well here in the game, uh, as we'll give you some individual numbers as well. But the uh, turnovers, they had 15, and I think probably missed a few in there as well. They just had trouble getting into any kind of offensive flow. Uh, For Elm Creek, uh, they were led tonight by Claire Cordell. She finished with 14 points and 12 rebounds. Hannah Robbins had 9 points, 3 rebounds. Allison Bauer, 9 points, 9 rebounds. Kenzie Dio with 7 points, 7 rebounds. Maddie Bourbon had a uh, 3-pointer, so she finished with 3 points, 1 rebound. Sage Martin, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Asia Arena with a couple of points and 4 rebounds. Unofficially 39 rebounds here For Elm Creek in the game, I had them unofficially shooting 19 of 53 from the field. That's right at 36%. They were 4 of 12 from three-point range and were only 4 of 13 from the free-throw line. So they actually shot better uh, from three-point range than they did from the free-throw line. And, again, they had 15 turnovers, did Elm Creek. I misspoke when I said that number earlier. I meant to give the number for Amherst. Amherst had uh, 26 turnovers here in the ball game, and were out-rebounded uh, badly as well. And that's spelled doom for the uh, Broncos, who now will play at 2 o'clock in the consolation game Monday here at the Vero Event Center, and we'll have that game for you here on ESPN Radio. Uh, for Amherst, balanced scoring, Taryn Hadwiger led the way with five points, seven rebounds. Madison Miller had four points. Michaela Tinchner had four points and a rebound. Monica Murphy with four points. Casey Juergens had three points, a couple of rebounds. Madison Murphy, two points and three rebounds here in the game. And uh, again, uh, rebounding-wise, 22 rebounds for Amherst and they also had 26 turnovers, so they were uh, out-rebounded 39-22 in the game. And again, more turnovers, so fewer shots, and that's one of the reasons why Elm Creek is able to hold on here, 46-22. to Well, we're going to step away for about 10, 12 minutes or so. We'll go back to ESPN National Programming, and we'll come back for coverage of Wilcox, Hildreth, and Axtell. The winner will be taking on Elm Creek for the conference championship. The loser will be in the consolation game 2 o'clock on Monday, but we'll have coverage of our second girls semifinal. Don't forget the two boys semifinals coming up this evening and into the late afternoon and into the evening here at the Vieira Events Center. Once again, our final 46-22. to 22. I'm uh, Randy Bushcutter for our engineer, Stacey Johns, back in the studio. Thanks for joining us. More coverage coming up in just a little bit here on ESPN.
1: Kelly Sales and Service in Elm Creek is proud a supporter of the area athletes in tonight's game. See Kelly's for everything automotive from minor tune-ups to major repairs. Or if you're tired of putting money into that old car, talk to them about great selection of used vehicles that they have on the lot. If they don't have the car that you're looking for, they can find it. Proud sponsor of all high school sports. Best of luck, Buffaloes.
6: No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield. The proceeding has been
0: a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at espnsuperstation.com.
2: Also, in a shootout, Canadians over the Oilers 5 1, Red Wings beating the